This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Well, there's a lot to be excited about. There's a lot of buzz, not just locally, but nationally. And yeah, Hard Knocks is here. We're going to get a chance to see that first episode next Tuesday night, the 9th. Uh, you know, the, the buzz, it has no impact right now, but the fact that they are going to host the draft in a couple of years, there's just a lot of national love for the Detroit Lions, or at least I say, not necessarily say love, but awareness of yeah. the fact that the Detroit Lions have not had a great season since 1957. They've only had one playoff win since 1957. And as we start watching this year's iteration of the Detroit Lions, I I do – you mentioned Alex Anzalone. Uh, and we're, our initial impressions, especially with the fact that we're learning more about what this defense is going to be, if they're only going to be using two linebackers – that was a position battle you and I both identified over the last couple of weeks that to keep an eye on because they do have some newcomers. Uh, you know, and Jared Davis is back, but they've got Chris Board coming over from Baltimore, Malcolm Rodriguez, a draft pick, uh, Sean Dion Hamilton, uh, another guy, undrafted guy, Derek Barnes, as you mentioned. So there's a lot of bodies, and as we watch, you and I have kind of always not been that impressed with Alex Anzalone. Do you think he could be one of those veteran players that could, by the time training camp is over, the fact that they're only, for a large part, going to be using two linebackers, be a veteran that might be on the chopping block? Well, he could be. I mean, it's obviously uh, still pretty early to talk about, you know, maybe surprise cuts. Maybe a couple weeks from now we'll start to get a more clear picture. But, yeah, I think it all depends on, look, the, the, the development of Derek Barnes, right, and Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes. Obviously, a couple guys who have said in recent weeks that they're counting a lot on these year two guys making that big step. Derek Barnes, you talk about maybe being the most important of that group uh, just because we saw flashes at times last year. We just didn't see the consistency. He's a guy that can come in and flash and and throughout training camp in the preseason earn a spot. Uh, You combine that with maybe a guy like Jared Davis maybe making big improvements, and we've obviously all heard uh, the buzz around Malcolm Rodriguez as well. So if you have three young guys there that you're confident that can take over and and be the leaders of your defense, I mean, look, that's that's kind of a scary thing when you talk about a veteran's point of view. So um, Anzalone, obviously the coaches love this guy. They coached him in in New Orleans. They brought him over here. He was a captain last year. Uh, He's still a solid player, but – would I be surprised to see Derek Barnes, Jared Davis, Malcolm Murray, those type of guys outplay him? I don't think I would. So, you know, that's uh, that's definitely, as we talked about, you know, last show, that's the one position that I think a lot of us are going to be watching as this training camp and as this preseason develops. Yeah, Jared Davis, obviously his second go-around here in Detroit. Uh, we're going to get a chance to see athletically, uh, you know, they, they don't necessarily compare, but the production on the field, uh, Alex Anzalone, throughout their, their, his career has been more productive than Jared Davis has been. But 
we'll get a chance to see how he fits uh, into this defense. And, uh, you know. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yesterday you mentioned it. Pads went on for the very first time. We saw some highlights of Penny Sewell. Uh, running over Jeff Okuda, uh, which I don't know if you ever had that. <laughs> I know I know guards like to pull between the tackles. Tackles are the ones, the athletes that get to, uh, a chance to pull out and, and try and block some of those uh, better athletes. Um, your impression so far of what you've seen from not just this offensive line, but really from Penny Sewell in year two of being, you know, switching from left to right, what have you seen from him so far? I, I think consistency. And, man, you talk about a name that has just been, you know, popping off the last couple of days of, of pads. I mean, Panay Sewell seems to be at the top. There's a lot of people uh, impressed with uh, the strides that he has made from year one to year two so far, right? The footwork, being more consistent uh, with the hand placement. We all know what kind of physical a specimen he yeah. is and can be. We saw it last year getting in the face of Aaron Donald, getting in the face of Jadavian Clowney. He's not a he's not a guy that's going to back away from altercation. So uh, he's a guy, man. I got to tell you, uh, it, it, there's just a lot of buzz around him right now. And talking to a couple of the coaches earlier in the week, I mean, there's a lot of excitement. This guy can be. Uh, I mean, he can look. Stay away from predictions, but he can be as good as he wants to be. And he's still thinking. I mean, John, he's 21 years old. I know. I mean, he's still only 21. He's not going to be 22, I think, until October, November. Just to think about he's still a pup, man, and he's out there, and he looks like a 10-year veteran out there. And But, you know, going back to that, there's obviously been a lot of chatter about Aiden Hutchinson. Everybody's excited to see him. There was a couple clips that came out earlier in the week about, you know, one-on-ones and Panay Sewell getting the best of him. Look, that's only going to make Hutchinson better. We all had teammates that we played against that, you know, but the week sucked. I hated blocking guys like B.J. Raji and Mike Daniels. But by the time I got to Sunday, my job was so much easier because nobody I faced was really better than those guys that I felt. So that's going to that's gonna take Aiden Hutchinson a long way in his development. Yeah, when you get a chance to play against guys that have experience and they're they're not going to give you every trick in the book. We talked to Frank Ragnow on the morning show yesterday and you know, he was talking about, you know, the development of Lee McNeil, of Levi Onzariki and the conversations that he has with them. And yeah, he's going to help them, but you know, hey, you're still a competition out here. He's not going to tell them every trick in the book just right. just, you know, yet that's some of those things you've got to learn throughout the course of training camp and I, there's there's a lot of things that we want to get to today, but the, 